Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Transfiguration. We're continuing our study through the Gospel of Matthew. When I heard this incredible story about Jesus over the years, I thought of the Transfiguration as more of a place, a mountain, than the magnificent, meaningful, miraculous occasion that it was in the life of our Lord. This was certainly one of the milestones in the life of Jesus Christ. Why? Let's consider Matthew's rendering of events from the New Living Translation. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone, and they saw only Jesus. Matthew 17, verses 1 through 8. In order to better understand what occurred, It is valuable to read the gospel event from another's perspective, as many things are mentioned by more than one gospel writer. Luke adds this important detail about Jesus' discussion with Moses and Elijah on the mountain, probably Mount Hermon. He said they were speaking about his exodus from this world, which was about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem. Oh, okay. Transfiguration means that Jesus' appearance was transformed. A complete change of form or appearance into a more beautiful or spiritual state. And the word also referred to the place, the mountain, where that transformation took place. As we have seen Jesus do often, he goes off to a mount to pray, though this time he takes Peter, James, and John with him. Days before in Caesarea Philippi, Jesus had informed the disciples that he was on his way to Jerusalem, where he would suffer, die, and rise again. Subsequently, he goes to the mountain where his entire appearance undergoes a shining transformation, an indication that God the Father is present and at work. And at the same time, Jesus is joined by Moses and Elijah and seems to have it confirmed by these two greats, these pillars from the past, that yes, he is to continue toward the cross. Nothing mattered more to Jesus than to be in the Father's will. Nothing mattered more to Jesus than to do the Father's will. And then the Father speaks, commending his Son, This is my Son, whom I love. With Him, I am well pleased. Listen to Him. What are we to take 
from the Mount of Transfiguration. God truly is omnipotent, and He is able. Master over time, He uses Moses and Elijah to confirm and affirm to Jesus that He was on the right course, and it was the right time to move toward Jerusalem. And later, when Peter, James, and John recounted to others what had taken place on that day, remember, Jesus told them not to tell others until he had died and been resurrected. When they would recount what had taken place, the presence of Moses and Elijah further validated the greatness of the Messiah. In fact, Peter would write about what he saw. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. From Second Peter chapter 1 As Jesus' intent was to be in God's will, We too must seek as our highest good to be in the Father's will. Just as Jesus prayed and sought his direction, we too must stay connected to him to know his heart, to be about the Father's business. As we plan our lives right down to a single day, let us ask, Is this thing to which I am putting my hands what you would have me do, God? Is it in your will? Right down to our words, let us endeavor to follow Jesus' example when he said, I have not spoken on my own, but the Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. From John chapter 12. Our words matter. Have you read Ephesians 4.29 lately? Are your words beneficial? Finally, do not miss our Lord's tender touch as he awakened Peter, James, and John. I love the mental picture of that. Seems a foreshadowing of another time he would awaken them as well. Do not miss that he did not want them to be afraid. He loved them dearly. Jesus never wants us to be afraid either. The Mount of Transfiguration? So incredible. 